1: yo what's up welcome to kind of funny games daily for wednesday february 14th 2024 that's valentine's day i'm one of your hosts blessing Eddie a junior joining me is the nitro rifle andy cortez top
2: three romance movies go
1: oh man i literally have the imdb opened up from dan in real life and as i'm reading it i'm like i gotta go back and watch this movie again really uh, it came out in 2007 it stars steve carell Julia binoche and dane cook the one sentence description here a widower Finds out the woman he fell in love with is his brother's girlfriend. Oh man! <laughs> like, yo, what a silly situation Whoa. we got here. Yeah, I'm like, well, Barry, can we live
2: react to the trailer <laughs> for Dane in real life? <laughs> Absolutely not. Dane Cook though. won't no? mind. Dane Cook won't mind. Yeah, dude. fucking
1: Steve Carell be okay He's with it. He's fine. I,
2: I just, we don't know if there's gonna be licensed music. I don't know, like, you think what they're gonna be playing Lil that thing? owns the rights to it. That might take us
1: down, you know. So
2: this was right at the tail end of Dane Cook, right? This was like. I feel he, like this was like at his peak. He had already cooked by this point. Like, in 2007.
1: It, 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 I feel like he was cooking in 2007. No, because in high school,
2: I remember being like, I remember not being. Maybe it was like senior year or junior year of high school, mm-hmm. but it was like 2005, 2006. What was the like,
1: What was the special where he was on like the circular state? vicious circle, vicious. vicious cycle, and that was yeah, like 2003? Circle. That was that was 2006. Yeah. Whoa. So yeah, yeah, 2007 must have been when we we're starting to be like, "All right, cool." The well, movies I had been
2: like made he, already in it, the heat of his prime and yeah. then they were already getting coming out when he was cooled off.
1: Did, were already. we too hard on Dane Cook? <laughs> no. <laughs> Absolutely not sing, I'm ready to have this conversation I'm, <laughs> I'm glad we brought this up because I've not watched a Dane Cook bit yeah. Since like 2008 probably yeah. But I remember love, as a kid If it didn't age well, don't put this on me Put this on child version of me uh-huh. I remember in 2008 when I was in high school I fucking loved Vicious Circle yeah, yeah, That was my, my jam oh, yeah. If if I go back and watch it now, am I going to be like whoa, Man, how could I enjoy this? Or am I going to be like Underrated. <laughs> we, didn't, also, we didn't appreciate Like, like
2: Dane Dan Cook married a child, so like, Okay, well, fuck him. Oh, man. That's all I, I mean, got to hear. Yeah, all right. God, it, it, He's I in his own sh- vicious circle. Oh, well, yeah. shit. I mean, why does everything got to be like
1: awful? Yeah. Man? yeah. Well, I, <laughs> like, I can't I represent just, anybody. I just guess. wanted to have a bit <laughs> if I about any name from my childhood. You're going to be like, I was about to make a joke and say a name, but I'm like, oh, fuck, what if they did something? I just wanted the apology
2: tour for Dane Cook to happen right here, right now. Yeah. Well, I take it all back Awful people got to be awful people.
1: Top three romance movies. It's. Hard because I just read Emmett Watkins Jr.'s on right. Twitter and he had Hitch on there. And I'm like, oh, Hitch is so good. Like, Hitch is probably in, in mine. Um, oh, Scott Pilgrim versus the world. I know it's like a, like, the, rom- I, uh, the romance part of Scott Pilgrim definitely, like, is, at the same time. It teaches you how to not do romance. Yeah, it teaches <laughs> you how to not do. It's like the weakest part, but also kind of the strongest part at the same time. Like, okay. I just really, I really like the dynamic between. Michael Sierra (laughs) and Ramona Flowers.
2: My favorite romance movie is probably when I replay like the Jesse clips from Final Fantasy VII Remake. Uh, Oh, yeah. Those moments. I'm like, that's a good movie. Yeah. Because it's uh, in your head. It's canon. It's you and her. Yeah, it makes me, it just puts me into some immersion, you know. It's a Jonathan Dorbus. You really feel like you're in love with Jesse.
1: Um, Spaceman Evans in chat says Eternal Sunshine, which I watched for the first time a few months ago. And I was talking to a friend who was like, oh, I want to show. My bo- I want to watch um, Eternal Sunshine with my boyfriend on Valentine's Day, mm. but he doesn't want to do it because he heard it's more of like a heartbreak kind of movie. And I'm like, uh, but uh, on one hand, I sort of get it because it's like, I don't know if Eternal Sunshine is Valentine's Day vibes, but no, it is romantic. It, it fucks you up. It's
2: not a romantic comedy for sure. Right. Like if that's like the category, like it's, there are comedic elements. There are some funny things. But it is romantic.
1: Like romantic. It's, like, roman- it's <sighs>
2: romantic. It's heartbreak but it's beautiful
1: you know it's yeah really, it's
2: it's a beautiful story so yeah i'm, I'm thinking um like the like john Cena's is the marine
1: i've not seen that
2: real like, romantic <laughs> what does he fall in love with it's just no you <laughs> become romantic with the film as a medium oh, you know? oh <laughs> like, no that's you're good. just like wow this it's is like black adam this is <laughs> good as like, it gets. oh this is yeah this
1: is ascending all uh-huh. right cool well enough about all that Let's talk about today's stories, which include no big PS5 franchise games coming this year. PS5 is in the latter part of his life cycle and more because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday, we run you through the nerdy news you need to know about live on YouTube, Twitch, and on podcast services around the globe. If you love what we do, support us with the Kind of Funny membership on Patreon or YouTube to get all of our shows ad-free. Watch us record them live and get a daily exclusive show. Uh, for a chance to be a part of the show, submit your thoughts and opinions as YouTube Super Chats as we go housekeeping for you a new kind of funny games cast is up and it's tim and roger's mario versus donkey kong review that's up over on youtube.com slash kind of funny games
2: and then it also it turns into like just like a v- bigger conversation on uh the switch 2, donkey the kong. potential <laughs> yeah i uh, feature just donkey kong donkey
1: kong <laughs> War, the what kong are motivations Warsia. um
2: but it's a really cool conversation uh I, I jump in every once in a while but mainly with uh, with tim and roger just see the potential of the Switch Two, what the last year of the 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 sw- potential last year of the Switch looks like, um, just like ideas uh, that they had, or just like thrown stuff of like what could a launch like lineup look like for the Switch Two, all that stuff. That, that makes cool a lot stuff. of sense
1: because I was wondering how a two man Mario versus Donkey Kong review podcast was going to stretch into a full. Uh, episode. <laughs> so I was like, you're going to get forty five minutes out of this. All yeah. right, we'll see. It, and it
2: went, like we were trying like we were talking about before the show of like, oh, well, we'll see if we can hit 45 and then it turned into like an hour, like a little bit over an hour show and I, I think it's uh, really fascinating. So,
1: Uh, come for the donkey kong and stick around for the the stick around for the mario (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and then today bruce green and mike team up for an epic charity stream to play a brand new game and help do some good to fundraise for the wild card alliance extra life 2024 campaign join them today at 1 p.m pacific time on twitch and youtube uh, to have some fun laugh and help those big beautiful kids uh no stream right after gd games daily games daily no stream right after games daily. yeah so
2: we we won't be streaming right at 11 uh, right after games daily but mike will be back up at one sick
1: uh and then in case you missed it barrett's every persona game re-ranked just premiered on youtube.com slash kind of funny games come find out where persona 5 tactica and persona 3 reload landed in the new ranking you can also catch it ad free with the kind of funny membership on patreon and on youtube look at this shirt look at that. this man knows how to dress when it comes to persona look at this guy you wore, you wore that for a Persona 5 specifically, right, Barrett?
2: Yeah, it was the best shirt I had. Returned for, it like, immediately. Just to, <laughs> well, I've had that shirt for a while. I actually used that shirt, I think, for, like, when I put all of my Arkham videos together um, into, like, one whole video. I did an intro out on the, the big set, and I was like, ah, like, I, I guess black and red because it's kind of Batman vibes, I guess, because it's black. Um, but, yeah, that was, like, my best, like, Persona vibe type of shirt. You yeah. Know? They
3: come in black and red.
1: Uh before you move on with War Housekeeping, I saw somebody in chat said Phantom Blade Zero. And then there's a super chat here that says you guys need to check out Phantom Blade Zero trailer if you don't recall it from the game awards oh, The yeah. fighting gameplay looks so dope. Here's the thing. I was listening to the episode yesterday. Was it you on the episode? Yeah. Yeah. And you guys brought up Phantom Blade Zero and your guys, the guys were like, Oh yeah, I don't recall that. And I was sitting there like, How do you how do you not remember Phantom Blade Zero? Well,
2: I go well, I don't know if you saw the very, very end of the episode. We, it may have already been cut off, so apologies for that. But I, I told Greg, I was like, Phantom Blade Zero is the move with the that move.
1: They, they did that in the trailer. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. The guy's like fighting. He's like sword, and then he does like a like a kick and a uh, slash. He does like
1: that thing. Damn, that way. Like if you have two people coming at you from two different yeah, tracks, yeah, yeah, both yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Or a guy with like two real long arms. Yeah, you know,
1: <laughs> trying to go at different sides. But yeah, I was, I was like, I was like, oh, you guys know what Phantom Blade Zero is. This is gotta like shock the memory. Barry, I need you to cue up a trailer for Blade, Phantom Blade Zero after Dan in real life, so we can watch those back to back.
2: Yeah, that shit looked really awesome. I remember this one. This was like, oh, it's like a Souls-like, and then as we kept on watching, there were like a little set piece kind of uncharted-like moments where you're suddenly like barreling down a, a train, and Elena's like there, and Tully's yeah, yeah. there too. They
1: have a daughter at the end. Yeah. Uh, thank you to our Patreon producers, Carl Jacobs, Streaking A Easy, and Delaney Twining. Today we're brought to you by Final Fantasy VII Rebirth and Factor, but we'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin with what is, and forever will be. The Roper Report. <laughs> it's time for some news. We have
3: seven stories today. A Baker's Dozen.
1: Starting with our number one, while Barry up the Dan in real life trailer. Yeah. No major Sony franchise game releases are coming until April 2025 at the earliest. This is Darren Boffis at GameSpot. It looks like the next year will be a relatively quiet one on the first party front for Sony, as the company has said that it will not be releasing any major PlayStation franchise games before April 2025 at the earliest. Speaking in a financial call, Sony Interactive Entertainment boss Hiroki Totoki explained that while major projects uh, are currently in development, it'll be focusing more on its live service games throughout its next fiscal year, which ends on March 31st, 2025. Quote, Regarding first-party software, we aim to continue to focus on producing high-quality works and developing live-service games, Totoki said. Uh, but while major projects are currently under development, we do not plan to release any new major existing franchise titles next fiscal year like God of War Ragnarok and Marvel Spider-Man 2. Although the burden of acquisition-related costs will ease next fiscal year, we expect profit from first-party software to decrease slightly from this fiscal year due to the impact of the decrease in sales." End quote. While it's too early to expect new spider man or God of War games, this does rule out new entries from uh, some of Sony's other big franchises like Ghost of Tsushima or The Last of Us in 2025. Uh, At the same time, new video game franchises like Fair Games, Marathon, and Concord are in varying stages of development, while the year ahead will see the release of several PlayStation-timed exclusives like Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, Rise of the Ronin, and Stellar Blade. Andy, I assume you saw this news this morning. Were you How distraught were you? I was
2: distraught, Blessing, because I want to... I will wait as long as it takes for Ghost of Sushima 2, mm-hmm. but also, like, let me just give that shit to me right now. Yeah. Um, and I, I understand it, right? These games are getting larger and larger. These games are taking a lot of budget. They're taking a lot of time. Uh, and this is just going to continue to go higher and higher until people, you know, until these studios maybe figure out a quicker way to do things, or maybe we scale these projects down in the future. I think from now, we are still in that sort of arms race of, we need to put out the best, most realistic looking shit of all time. And it needs to play great, and it needs to be a 70-hour experience. It needs to be big open world. I, I feel like this was... this We were always on the train towards this station. Yeah. We were always going to get here. And now we're just... I saw your tweet, which I think was perfectly said. The stars aligned in that year where it just so happened that a lot of different studios had a lot of different projects in different stages of development that lined up kind of perfectly. And now there's going to be a dead period. We're going to be in a dead zone right here. And that that makes sense to me. I'm not too surprised by it. I am kind of wondering, like. You know, what's up, what's up, Blue Point? Blue Point, you know? yeah. What's Blue Point, doing? what's Blue Point up to? <laughs> what are you up to? I you
1: know? so this kind of goes back to what I was talking about, like, I want to say about a year ago, if not like maybe a last spring, where there was an episode of PS I Love You, where and I think I referenced this episode multiple times, where me and Greg were talking about PlayStation's 2023 and how I was like, I think 2023 is a down year for PlayStation first party, not that it's a down year for video games or exclusives or whatever, but, like, the only big PlayStation first-party game we got last year was Spider-Man 2 coming out of Insomniac, but aside from that, it was the Horizon DLC, and then it also was uh, the Horizon VR game, which I didn't really consider to be, like, big splashes in the the grand scheme of, like, the PlayStation first-party stuff. I feel like that is, that same idea extends into this year for the fact that, like, you know, I think when we talk about PlayStation oftentimes, especially on PSLV, especially when we go over to Speculation Station, we talk about strategy and how playstation should like organize all these things and how it should be like uh okay we want a first party game in the first half of the year and in the second half of the year and maybe you know every month you should do this and like we try to organize things in a way that feels like the ideal for if playstation were to operate in the perfect world the fact of the matter is that playstation doesn't operate in a perfect world right it is very much like and we've and people have talked about this for like years like going back to when i used to listen to beyond of playstation is very hands-off with its developers, where it is, hey, make the games you wanna make, make them at the pace that you wanna make, right, and we'll support those endeavors. I think what that means is, and I put a tweet up this morning about how I think, I've mentioned this a few times before, the stretch of PlayStation games we got from 2017 to 2020, I don't think is replicable. Like, if you, like, if you recall those years, it was, oh, Horizon, it was God of War, Spider-Man, Death Stranding, uh, uh, Last Us Part Two, Ghost of Tsushima, like if uh, Days Gone, if you want to count Days Gone, it was such a all like everybody's firing like on all cylinders, and we're getting all these games back to back to back in these years, and it felt like in my if I ha- if I had to speak for my own opinion, right, I think that stretch of years for PlayStation exclusives, best PlayStation years of all time. Like I'm I'm looking at 2017 to 2020 as like oh this is the peak for PlayStation right here. Yeah, I. Don't think you can replicate that. Not because they don't have the same studios. Not because they don't have the same skills or whatever. Right? Like they got all that stuff. I think that is just how the stars aligned. I think that is just how those games happen to all be prepared at the same time. I think because of that, yeah. Like we're at this place now where nobody has anything to put out. Right? Like you can't just you can't look at Sucker Punch and go, hey, put out a game this year when it's like we're two to three years behind, or not right. behind, but like two to three years out from being ready to put out this thing, right? Insomniac just put out a Spider-Man. Uh, um, uh, Sony Santa Monica just put out a God of War a couple years ago. Like They're probably they're working on the IP that's like ru- rumored slash reported, but you can't make these things happen as PlayStation Studios, especially if you're a company that wants to maintain quality and wants to go, we want, we, we want these games to speak on that top tier, super polished prestige level. Like you can't get a God of War and then also make people put out God of Wars at the same time. Like you have to let people take their time with it. And so I think this is just the natural state of things.
2: Yeah, and I think the strategy of having the other studios working on these multiplayer games, like even though they're all very similar type sounding games, extraction shooters, um, if one or two of them happen to be of different genres, right? And maybe in a double A sort of space, then those would be the games to kind of fill those gaps, right? and I think this is why we see a lot of more of these remakes and these remasters happening uh, mm-hmm. to kind of fill those gaps. And I can think of one remake or remaster that could fill this void. And yeah. it's one that's been out there for quite some time, right? It's a little game.
3: By a studio named From Software mm. that's been sitting in the deep catacombs. It's been gestating for ages, blessing Adiyogate Jr. Oh. in the city of Yanam We shall take over. <laughs> How we, that
1: change? We shall
3: come through because this franchise has been waiting to see <laughs> its return in Yanam Also, what's Blue Point working on? God damn it. That was really impressive.
1: Did you organize this with Barrett? No, it just <laughs> happened. I don't know what, what the, the fuck what happened. in the world? How are we in Yardam all Sorry, of I just
2: woke up. What the fuck just happened to me?
1: We uh, I mean, just got it. It God speaking through you, man. Oh, you shit. You just the Holy Spirit <laughs> started talking about Bloodborne all of a sudden. <laughs> Scared the shit out of me. That was incredible. Oh, my God.
2: Uh, I mean, but for real, like, what's going on with it? Like, you know, uh, like, uh,
1: games like that
2: and game, you know, there are other titles that have been kind of gestating and waiting. And those are the remakes that you would assume to that would be you know being released or worked on by third-party publishers. Uh, everybody talks about the the idea of more Ratchet and Clank remakes. Where's it, why isn't Infamous getting any love and and, and coming back and Overdrive? Sort of yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, Xbox exclusive Sunset Overdrive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean this is I think PlayStation owns it now if I remember. Yeah, correctly. you're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, they're in a weird zone right now. They're in a weird yeah. spot. And I, this was, again, this is something that you could have seen coming a mile away because you know these games take four to five to six years to make when they are that big budget, when they are that massive. And now we're in this sort of waiting period. But
1: like, I think it, from the consumer perspective, right, when you look at what PlayStation has coming out, it is, I think, the, the split between first party and exclusive for the general audience how much does it matter right like we're getting we got Helldivers this month we're getting final fantasy 7 rebirth which is a playstation exclusive we're gonna get stellar blade which who knows how good or bad that's gonna be but like i'm hoping fingers crossed is gonna be good um i feel like there's one more of those that i might be forgetting chat let me rise learn. the ronin rise is like yeah, yeah 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 that's exactly what i was thinking of rise of the ronin is coming out next month march 22nd right and like that's another playstation uh ex- exclusive and also i believe published as a playstation studios thing as well and so like yeah, like, I think right there you already have a handful of exclusives that are, you know, taking the place of the, like, first-party stuff. Or at least, like, filling in the gaps where we're not getting first-party stuff, right? Is it the same as getting God of War or Horizon or whatever? I mean, for a lot of people, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, more exciting than either of those things. Yeah, for sure. Um. But, yeah, like, I think, this, I think this is all part of the strategy. I think part of PlayStation, part of how they have to operate as a first-party console manufacturer is, is to go, okay... We know that upcoming in 2024, we don't got shit. <laughs> like we don't have anything in terms of our first party teams. Who do we need to strike a deal with to develop more games? In the case of Eldivers Two, uh, who do we need to, you know, make a deal with to have an exclusive in the case of Rise of the Ronin or Final Fantasy Seven Rebirth? Right, like those are the deals that you make in order to to to, to fill in these gaps. And I, one other thing I want to mention on this too is like, I wonder for PlayStation if. This was a ah oh, shoot like things moved around kind of thing where like they did have things planned we know uh last of us online was canceled right i feel like this would have been its year like i think this would have been like and i think that's why they go out the way to say like major franchise games because usually you do have a major franchise game come out every single year and i think this year would have been last of Us online but because of the way that went they're like ah oh, no okay we're not going to do that which means oh, we're not going to have anything because Death stranding 2 is not going to be until next year and like now that we have a, a clearer lay of the land they're, they have to come out and be like, "Hey, this is what it is," but you know.
2: This would have been the window for Last of Us multiplayer. You're totally right. Yeah. Um,
3: yeah. Again, you know, just to to think about. You know how this franchise has been long waiting, blessing oh. for twenty five. Goddamn, we we're talking about a franchise that came to... out five yeah. years before a twenty five unit, million unit seller in Elden Ring. Why would you not bring out
1: one of it's the games? It's like a slam dunk. It makes no sense, blessing. he's such a fucking come slam on. Fight. And like, all I, honestly, all I want. Is an update like all I want is like a like I know most people are like remaster, remake or whatever. I just want to play it in 60 fps. That would be enough for me. Just 60 fps, bro. Can can you can can you just imagine being like, hey, remember
2: that studio for the general audience? Hey, general audience people, Mm -hmm. You, you all don't know shit, right? But gaming enthusiasts obviously are aware of it. But hey, general audience. Remember that big game that came out Elden Ring that took over the yeah, how, goddamn world. How much did Elden Ring sell? So about 25 million units.
1: I'm putting if you remade Bloodborne and put it out on PS5 as an exclusive, it's at least selling I, cool. thi- I think I think le- dude legit I think like 10. Yeah, I'll say I'll going to say 10. I think you're I think you outsell the original release. Like you far. pop off and
2: just kind of come out and say, "Hey, one of one of the games they made about 6 years, 7 years ago, which is one of the most loved games of all time." this is kind of like their biggest title and it's our exclusive. It's a no fucking brainer
1: blessing. I don't get it. I don't get it. Maybe they're cooking something new. I don't get it! Maybe they're making that Bloodborne too. you know? The brain of Mentus, no brainer of mentis it's, it's such a, a, a slam dunk. That's something else on the on the whole this year thing. But I already forgot. What it was. I got so entranced just, by your Bloodborne rant, just done, and right. then how quickly the set changes. I don't know how that's happening. By the way, yeah, it's weird. Getting yeah, I was here. looking at Barrett. He was like, "I don't have control of this. I don't know what's going on." Yeah, all right, we'll come back to me. I mean, here's the thing. All of the news this, oh my god. All of the news today is PlayStation. uh, Because PlayStation had their big fiscal year financial thing. And so we're going to stick in PlayStation land with story number two. Sony misses PS5 sales target as console enters uh, the latter year of its life cycle. This is John Porter at The Verge. Sony now expects to sell 4 million fewer PS5 consoles in its 2023 fiscal year, ending March 31st, compared to previous projections Bloomberg reports. The revision came as part of today's third quarter earnings release which saw Sony lower the PS5 sales forecast from 25 million consoles it expected uh, to sell down to 21 million. While PS5 sales were up uh, in Sony's third quarter, uh, increasing to 8.2 million units from uh, 6.3 million in the same quarter the previous year, Bloomberg notes that this was roughly a million units lower uh, than it had previously projected. That's despite the release of the big first-party title, Spider-Man 2, uh, strong sales of third-party titles, and the launch of a new, slimmer PS5 in November. In its third quarter, Sony's gaming revenue was up 16% versus the same period the previous year, sitting at around $9.3 billion. But operating income was down 26% to around $572 million due to the promotions in third quarter ending on December 31st. According to Sony, the company plans to emphasize profitability over unit sales as the console approaches its fourth birthday. Quote, looking ahead, PS5 will enter the latter stage of its life cycle, uh, said Sony (laughs) Senior Vice President Naomi Matsuoka in comments reported by Bloomberg. I I chuckled a little bit there because I was like, imagine like being told that. Just in real life, <laughs> like if I came to you and I was like, "Hey, just so you know, you're entering the latter stage of your life cycle." Yeah, it's we're, like, "Fuck off, man! <laughs> we're near the end." I hope you know that everything's going to shit. Yeah. Uh, "Quote: As such, we will put the uh, we'll put more emphasis on the balance between profitability and sales. For this reason, we expect the annual sales pace of PS5 hardware will start falling from the next fiscal year." Very quote.
2: surprising. With the like, the uh, again, we just made a joke about the latter stage thing, but that's like that's kind of surprising to hear. That bluntly, this early, I yeah. feel
1: it's. I feel like this is a conversation I had with Tim where we were like, oh yeah, certainly the PS5 is going to catch up to the PS4 in terms of sales numbers, and like this is the first instance where it's like, oh maybe not, and like that's kind of wild, yeah, and like the fact that they're coming on being like, yeah, we're we're entering the latter stage, which makes sense when you look at how far we're we're in. Time flies when you're getting high, but mm-hmm. uh, like what twenty 2020 twenty to twenty twenty four. Yeah,
2: that sounds right. Honestly, like if yeah. it, if they mean it as we're entering the second half, like that's that's another three and a half to four years, like twenty twenty seven. For I guess in usually my mind,
1: a seven years is a console life cycle. Yeah, in my mind, it's
2: still twenty twenty one. Yeah, I mean? that, like, that is fair. Like, <laughs> it, it, like the time of it, just none of it makes sense anymore. But I think we we feel it a bit more where we're at now in the PS five uh life cycle, just because of um. Just, like, how little I feel like we've gotten in total, which I know sounds, like, very spoiled uh, with how good the PS4 was. This is
1: a conversation I've been having with either Tim or Greg or maybe both. Where I look at the PS4 output versus the PS5 output, and obviously PS5 output, fucking great, right? Like we've gotten God of War Ragnarok, we've gotten Spider-Man 2, um, we've got another big game. <laughs>
3: we got Horizon, we got Ratchet but and But we've gotten no Bloodborne remaster taking place in the city of Yharnam, somewhere near London, England. Is
1: there a, like one button you press Barrett? No, it's <laughs> you know, three
3: separate buttons. You'll That's never why know. I was a little slow on the You here. will never know.
1: It's like, it all happens at the same time. Blessing, like, no, you'll
3: never it. know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, but like, I, I, no, you're right. You're right. And to that point, I think a lot of what we got last yeah. generation was new IP. I, this goes back to my twenty seventeen to twenty twenty thing. Horizon, Ghost of Tsushima, Dust. Strand- like it was all new shit. Yeah, yeah. And like a lot of right, a lot of what we've been getting so far in this life cycle is all sequels, which is dope because. More often than not, the sequels are all better than their previous installments. Spider-Man 2, it's hard to argue, is not better than Spider-Man 1, right? Like, God of War Ragnarok argues better than God of War. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, definitely better than, <laughs> than like the previous Ratchets, right? Like, it is, a, I think, on a critical level, better in terms of the games, but it doesn't feel as exciting. Because it's like, okay, Horizon Freedom West, cool, better than Horizon, but when I got Horizon, I didn't, and we never had a Horizon before, it hit different. You know, when we got God right, War 2018 no, sure. and we hadn't had a God of War like that before, it hit different. Um, so, in this final ladder
2: cycle, right, this final window,
1: mm-hmm.
2: let's just do a little speculation I station. Just remember right what I
1: wanted to say before. What'd you want to say, and Speculation this, f- station. And this is also part of Speculation Station. The rest of 2024, because a lot of people in chat were mentioning, when they say no major console franchises, they're not ruling out like new IPs or whatever. So we could see like something new from Blue Point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will say right now, as a prediction, as a very strong prediction, you're not going to see the next big Blue Point game. Like, if the games that you're going to get this year are the games that we talked about, right? Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, uh, uh, Stellar Blade, Helldivers, Rise of the Ronin, and then like maybe like one more multiplayer game like maybe Concord even though I think Concord might have behind the scenes been like pushed to and this is me reporting anything this is from me reading the internet but like I think Concord was one of the ones that got pushed to next year Um, but then like Fair Games or whatever I think if anything you might get those I think aside from those and like whatever like maybe small surprises you get at E3 you're not gonna get a fucking not even an announcement oh maybe an announcement oh okay yeah maybe maybe an announcement but like coming out this fiscal year or this year you're not gonna get a big new IP from PlayStation yeah it would be announced by now.
2: Yeah, no, for sure. Um, and, and yeah, so thinking about this latter cycle, we have a Blue Point game. Whatever it is, we whatever so. it may yeah. be. I mean, no, we do.
1: Have they said we're getting one on PS5? There's no way it wouldn't be. Hey, I, man, games take a long time to make. What, they put out Demon's Souls and now it's 2020? What if it takes them... What if they're well, working on Bloodborne 2? That could take them eight years. Demon
2: <laughs> Souls came out in 2020 and... You got to assume that they were already. There's multiple projects yeah. always in pipeline. Yeah, I'm with
1: you. We're probably gonna get a Blue Point thing. I just don't know if it's promised, man.
2: Okay, let's just let's just put an end on the cycle. Let's put an end on the cycle right now. Okay. 2028 is the end of the cycle.
1: 2028. Okay.
2: Meaning that, like, you still want things to kind of, you still want your heavy hitters to be out like in 2027, maybe, right? 2026, right? Mm-hmm. So, a Blue Point game. Blue Point. We have um, Wolverine. Yeah. We've got. Um, Ghost Tsushima 2. Yeah. Do you think that's a ladder cycle game or do you think that's a PS6 game?
1: Oh, uh, that has to be ladder cycle. Same
2: thing, 2020, I, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like, if, if they're not going to take seven years making Ghost 2, I don't think. I know like, it feels like they're, ta- they're taking a long think time. Think about variety. all the blades of grass, though. There's a lot of There's blades of, lot grass. of grass moving. In and, like, game. fuck that photo mode probably takes forever to make. It, <laughs> you got to ring all the so Best yeah. photo mode of all time. Um, so, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm with you. A new a new ghost by the end of the generation. I mean, no death rating too for sure. Obviously, Um, did we
2: get something else from Sony Santa Monica within the PS5? New IP.
1: Well, I mean, if you want to take story number six, story. I'm going to take story number five and bring it up.
3: All right, I so like this. Bam, yeah, bring it yeah, up.
1: We're still gonna call it story number five. <laughs> bring it up, up, up. But we're gonna put you. it right here after story number two. All right, so story number five: PlayStation has filed a trademark for intergalactic the heretic prophet. Now, <laughs> I'm not saying this is the fucking Sony's favorite Coen and Camry <laughs> album. This is Tom Ivan at VGC. Sony Interactive Entertainment has filed a trademark application, or yeah, trademark application for *Intergalactic: The Heretic Prophet*. As spotted by Kamatsu, the trademark application was filed on February 12th in the United States. Online searches for the mystery project, which sounds like a sci-fi game, don't return any relevant results. Now, there's a two percent chance that this is the fucking Sony Santa Monica sci-fi thing, but we do know that they're making a sci-fi thing, and it's a new IP. What the fuck is the what the fuck is intergalactic the heretic prophet? You know what I mean? What is that? <laughs> what are we doing here? That's <laughs> what is that name? <laughs> no, you're
2: right. You're right. Like as much as I, I want to defend it because it just seems right up my alley for some dorky ass shit. Like, okay, here's the thing. That very well could be like some sort. Okay, but it's it's Sony first party though, right? Sony Interactive
1: Entertainment. Yeah. Shit. Never mind then. It could could honestly be anything. Like, I know, like, maybe they have another live service thing. And the fact that they're filing it right now, maybe it's going to be imminently announced. Like, I don't always know how this shit works. It's going
2: to be like a PSVR 2 game, huh? I
1: mean, (laughs) probably. But also, what if Cory Barlog is cooking? (laughs) What if he's like, yo, I know we just made God of War and God of War Ragnarok, which are these serious, like, fucking grounded, fucking... You know, like emotional tales. But what if I make my next my next game intergalactic? Take a ride, the heretic prophet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that sounds like some Corey Barlock shit he would do.
2: Um, damn. So maybe that is. So let's just throw in on the on the pipeline at the end of the pipeline. Twenty twenty seven, intergalactic, the heretic prophet, yeah. heritage project. Yeah. <laughs> Put that there as well. Be a
1: terrible name for your game.
2: Um, do we see a new Naughty Dog game?
1: Ooh, I'm gonna say no. I think
2: their last game was 2020.
1: Yeah, but like last was online was supposed to come out. And so like if they're yeah. if they're scratching that and like if they're still let's say in early development of uh like whatever the new IP is, I, they take their time, They also man. came
2: out with a remake and a remaster and like I, I, and I'm not saying of like uh resources and time uh with those, but like a remake, remaster and the original plan of it being uh like a multiplayer game, I feel like those projects were probably thought of as like this will be enough to stave off people so we yeah. don't show up on the PS5. I wanted Bear to keep on moving out of frame there. Just somehow just kept on moving. That's like, where's he going? How would he... We looked through the window, and he's just, like, going out of the office. Um, okay, but on the flip side of things, they always got a cross-generation title.
1: Naughty Dog? <sighs> Well, okay, well, let me think about Last it. of Us
2: three or Last of Us came out on PS3. Then PS4 was the remaster. I mean, if
1: Naughty Dog does put out something in PS, it'll be like last year or like like the final year of the PS5. And I'm with you that it might crossover somehow. But even with like, I mean, Last of Us Part Two, right? Like that that took a while to become a cross generation thing. And people are people were twenty twenty
2: seven is it. crazy, bro. Like. Yeah, again, like, that's my made-up date. They were still. supposed
1: to have a 2024 game. Like, this was... Suppo- maybe, I, probably 20. Again, this is me guessing. I don't know shit. But, like... But do we know if that was the whole fucking grandiose team working on no, that one thing? I mean, d- definitely not, right? Like, I think Nightlock has multiple teams. But I think, for, to some extent, it is, like, all hands on deck type shit, right? Like, I think and Last they, of they, Us Online they, took priority and was they taking cited people... cited
2: that as well, of, like, we didn't want to have it be... All hands on deck constantly for
1: the uh yeah. supporting this game. So, I they, think that for like them, like they, last they was play. online was a oh, this is eating people from other teams, like we need to just let this go. I think they've been cooking on something else. I mean, I think they've been cooking, but I think it's like a simmer. <laughs> like, I think they've been a slow, I simmer. think it's been slow cooking.
2: A low simmer, yeah. One of those you got to wake like when your parents wake up like a like, four in the morning to go check it. It's like, god damn, that's what I think, cooking's
1: involved. I, like, cou- I couldn't imagine,
2: I'll buy a Lunchable
1: making a game like making a naughty dog game, like be, especially being on like a narrative, a narrative team and having to commit. Like working on one story for like what seven years? Like, I know GTA, the next GTA is the same thing, right? But like, imagine being like, all right, there's a story we want to tell, it's gonna to be told in a decade. That's what Suicide Squad just <laughs> that's insane. That's just what happened with Suicide Squad. I could Squad. not, like, making games is so difficult. Okay,
2: okay. So, pipeline Wolverine, yeah, Bluepoint game,
1: yeah, throw, those, a, throw those, an astrobot in there. Those I think we get an astrobot by the end of the gen.
2: Ast- oh, for sure, yeah. yeah. I think no, no, no doubter. Uh, um, all right, we'll throw an Astrobot there as well. I think Ghost of Tsushima was in there as well. Um, Sony Santa Monica, mm-hmm. Indigo Prophecy, right? That's the
1: one that <laughs> yeah, that's making. exactly what it was. That's the indigo making. Prophecy.
2: Um, um, Sony Bend.
1: Oh, somebody said Venom. This is the whole Venom thing in the leak. Sony Bend. I don't, I don't think Venom's happening. I think that's probably like. Uh, what I, think that was, I think that was a sparkle in Insomniac's eye. If I had to guess, again, it's hard to read a lot of this shit when it's, like, behind-the-scenes documents. Um, what was the one you just mentioned? Sony Ben. Oh, yeah. What's Ben working on? Yeah, what is Ben working on? Uncharted 5. Ugh. I don't think they are. I, they said they're working on New IP mm. when they announced it. Okay. They were, like, when they said they're not working on Days Gone 2, they said New IP. Oh, and there's also the London Studios, like, online game that they're London. working on. Um, like, a fantasy online London thing. Yeah. <laughs> they're under but they're under the big clock. You know the big clock in London that everybody loves. Oh uh, Big, big ben. ben. Big Yeah, Big
2: Benethy. Sony Ben Studios. Sony Big <laughs> Ben. ben.
1: <laughs> big Ben-a-thi. That's what they call it over there. In the avenues of London. Big Benethy. Um,
2: That's right next to Yarnum. <laughs>
1: which by the way, <laughs> exactly. it could be
2: <laughs> I see Baron rushing for the button.
3: <laughs> <laughs> We're in London, Yarnum is also there. And we could come out with Bloodborne
1: Remake. <laughs> Let's move on to story number three. You have to do the laugh at the end, Buzzy. You always got to do the laugh. <laughs> Bloodborne would sell so well. It would, man. It would I'm sell so you. well. I'm telling you. Story number three, and remember, this is after story number what five. What show are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> I think this is in review. Uh, Sony wants to improve PlayStation profit margins with more aggressive PC release strategy. This is Chris Skolian at Video Games Chronicle. Sony president and PlayStation chairman uh, Hiroki Totoki wants the company to be aggressive when it comes to improving its gaming division's profits, um, profit margins, which he says can partly be achieved with a greater focus on bringing first-party games to PC. During a Q&A session following Sony's latest financial results briefing, Totoki was asked why the game division is seeing an increase in gross income but not in profits, and whether there were any initiatives planned to improve the bottom line. Tokyo replied that there were two main factors he wanted to focus on, hardware and first-party games. In terms of hardware, he noted that cost reduction in this console cycle is really difficult to come by compared to previous generations due to the increased price of components and implied that console prices wouldn't be dropping while it looked for ways to improve margins. "Quote: well, how can we, given the situation, put our product lines together to make it... Audio listeners, I'm laughing because it was a weird cut. That just happened. <laughs> <laughs> uh put our product uh lines together to make it affordable without relying on steep discounts to reasonably sell them to continue our pr- uh, commercial journey on an unsustainable bias or sorry unsustainable basis he asked i personally think that's important and there is an opportunity in that end quote Totoki then addressed the topic of first party games and made it clear that he feels releasing them quote multi-platform which seemingly which he seemingly clarified as meaning pc uh, continues to be the way forward Quote, in the past, we wanted to popularize consoles and a first party title's uh, main purpose was to make the console popular. I'm going to read this part actually clearly as clearly as I can, based on the conversations we've been having in the last week and a half. Quote, in the past, we wanted to popularize consoles and a first party title's main purpose was to make the console popular, he explained. This is true, but there's synergy to it. So if you have a strong first party content, not only on our console, but also other platforms like computer, a first party game can be grown with multi-platform and that can help operating profit to improve. So that's another one we want to proactively work on. I personally think, and this is again, this is still the quote from the Sony president. I personally think there are opportunities out there for improvement of margin. So I would like to go aggressive on improving our margin performance. End quote. This is what I've been talking about for the last week and a half when it comes to Microsoft and Xbox and like, they're playing to go multi-platform, right? And that comes with a lot of baggage. That comes with like a lot of complaints, some of them being valid. I hear a lot of people in terms of like, a lot of different things. I bought an Xbox for, to, for my exclusive games. Yeah, I understand that, that, that aspect of it. But this part of what PlayStation's president is talking about is the exact thing that like, we've been saying about Xbox. And the thing that I also agree with with PlayStation, right? Of, hey, first-party titles, historically, when it comes to consoles are there to sell the consoles. That changes after a while. Like The business changes and you have to adapt to the business. So Hiroki Totoki here talking about, hey, we want to go more aggressive on PC. That is them going, hey, we want to make more money. Like Every big business decision you hear, you see, you can always trace it back to what is going to make money? What is going to increase profits? And that's likely going to come back around to helping you make better games in the future, or fund your games in the future, I should say. Um... But yeah, a lot of this is very fascinating. It seems like PC games might be coming a bit quicker from PlayStation in terms of that turnaround. You know, I don't know how to fully read this. If it's like a we're thinking about day and date sort of thing, but it's interesting.
2: I don't, I don't think they'll ever do a day and date thing. We were talking, I was talking with Greg yesterday on this show about releasing your game on PC is almost like giving it a second life. It's almost like having a second debut for yeah. your game, and that becomes a new cycle unto itself where you put out the game on ps5 and it's a big hit and it's you know we're at six million units sold or at eight million units sold and you see those stories pop up throughout the first year of release or whatever and then you put that shit on on pc and it's look at all these steam concurrent players we're kicking ass over on pc mm. and all that's and all that's just fine and dandy blessing and then i'm like well surely all these increased profits would mean you know uh You know, less layoffs, and Mm. and you know, you know what I mean. Like we can treat, and that's like the saddest part of all of this is that you know that that shit is not going to equate to anything. Like whether you put out Ghost of Tsushima two on P or Ghost of Tsushima on PC, fucking finally, where is that? When are you gonna put it out on PC? But if you ever do that, you're gonna sell a lot more on PC, and then will that ever equate to like, you know, more sustainability and more stability throughout the games industry? Probably not, and that's still what sucks about it. It's Like the number's still going to go up, yeah. and then layoffs will happen. We'll be like, "Well, what happened to that fucking number you just talked to me about?" Mm-hmm. Um, where you know that that math doesn't add up there. But this totally makes sense. This, you're totally right. Yep. I think the industry is evolving and changing, and we will start to see more and more quicker releases with more I, with with more predictability. I'd say, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, in the next three or four years, I don't think it's going to be like it has been in the last five years, where we go. Where's this game on PC? When is this game coming out? I feel yeah. like all that is going to be maybe communicated a bit more clearly uh, with these initial launches.
1: So I feel like me and you can probably partner on, uh, on this, right? Like, like PC, you're a PC player. You're winning right now. You're just getting all the games. Yeah. You're getting Xbox games. You're getting PlayStation games. You're getting PC games. <laughs> not PC all the PlayStation games. games, but. I mean, eventually. Like, I mean, not eventually all of them, but like, as, the, as time goes, you're going to get more and more PlayStation right. games. And, like, it's only a matter of time before Nintendo's like, yo, put a Zelda on there, if it's not already on there. <laughs> you know oh. what I mean? Allegedly. Allegedly. And, um, know,
2: maybe it doesn't run at a perfect 60 frames per second. We,
1: I, think, I feel like me and you need a PC alliance against Greg Miller. Because Greg comes out here and he spews a bunch of shit. Right? He just goes off. Can and we just it.
2: do, like, one of those, like, where it's it's a handshake, it's a photo of both of us, mm-hmm. and we're... And you put yeah. on top, like... The the PC... Yeah, PC alliance. alliance. The PC alliance.
1: alliance. I'm, I'm with you. Like, We yeah. just got a race of PC people oh because we're, we're, we're masters of the craft oh okay like, P, like a pc master race i think I'm maybe saying. we need pr for this <laughs> like a pc master <laughs>
2: race. oh sure okay i see um no you're, look you're right i i think we have been getting more and more releases we've been getting the stuff that's not only exclusive to steam because sometimes indie developers put out shit on steam because it's easier to do that as opposed to getting playstation certified and getting uh, your game to go through cert on xbox and all that stuff Um, And so that's why you just sometimes see the games are only available on Steam, and that's why Tim has a Steam Deck now. It's like, oh shit, maybe I can play these small little indie titles that won't pop up on PlayStation for a while. Mm -hmm. PC gamers have been winning for quite some time until the game comes out, and it runs like shit, and Greg Miller makes fun of you, and and I hope Greg Miller keeps that pressure on these studios, you know? Yeah. Because, like, low-key, we have the PC Alliance blessing, but I want Greg Miller to keep the foot on the throat and be like i'm gonna keep on making fun of y'all until y'all get this shit right until you make me give until you give me a reason to not make fun of you anymore because these games come out on pc and broken it runs great on a core i9 uh 14 series with a 4080 processor but or a 4080 uh gpu but the 4090 gpu has weird frame drops. why is that why does my older pc run it better than that one but this one runs it better than that one and it's just configuration hell right um, so we're winning in a sense that we're getting a lot of these releases. Do they always work great? And uh, do they always work flawlessly at launch? Not all games do, but PC gamers, and I can attest to this, usually have a lot of issues uh, at launch. Mm-hmm. Let's get more PlayStation games on there. Where's Ghost of Tsushima? Would love. Is to... Ghost
1: really? I feel like we. I have this Ghost conversation is... every single time. Yeah, Ghost of Tsushima. It is... shocks me that Ghost is not on there.
2: And there's no word of it. There was. There's no like mention of of anything. Like yeah. I know. The Horizon Collection is eventually, or Horizon Two is eventually coming to yeah. PC sometime Complete soon. Complete edition or whatever. Um, and there's still no word of Ghost, unfortunately.
1: That's wild. You know what else? My is game wild? of the
2: year, 2020. Wait, which one? Ghost.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. How did that? How did that not make our overall well, game of the year? Well, Andy I wasn't voting. That year. But, oh, but also, oh,
2: that makes sense. no. But also, here's the problem. I, I also hadn't played it until 2021. Oh, uh, okay. I played, I, I played a bit of it in 2020. I was like, ooh, this, I don't know why this isn't working for me. And then I played in 2021, and like my eyes were awakened. I was like, oh my yeah. God. I, dude, Ghost is such an incredible I game. I fucking love we this You don't talk about Ghost enough. It, it's like my. It's great. The story beats and the turns and the character dynamics are like
1: freaking I, incredible. Dude, I wish you were around for the, like when they first launched ghost Stream of Legends. And when they dropped the oh, raid. oh, I would have been so into because the, like uh, I it bums me out that so many people haven't played the raid in Ghost of Extreme Legends. I it was me, it was like Andrew Gofarb and a couple other people. Mike and, was there, I believe. Uh, Mike was there. Oh, was Mike there for the raid? Mike got raid ready. Yeah, yeah. When I when I played with um my raid squad, it was such a special experience. <laughs> that shit was grueling. Like it was tough. It was fun. Gosh, you saw it through. I mean, we saw it through. We were, we were rose victorious. It was great. <laughs> uh before we get to story number four uh barrett's gonna bring up a trailer of dan in real life for us to (laughs) (laughs) to live react to Uh, and while he does that let me tell you about patreon.com slash kind of funny and youtube.com slash kind of funny games where you can go and get the kind of funny membership uh, that allows you to watch our shows ad free and speaking of ads let us tell you about our sponsors we are brought to you by Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth.
0: Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth is a standalone game that welcomes fans and newcomers alike. You don't need to have played Final Fantasy 7 Remake or any other Final Fantasy titles to play and enjoy Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth. The combat is not traditional turn-based and has more action-focused gameplay, with even deeper improvements since Remake, with new synergy attacks and team-based combos. And there are large open sections to explore, with Cloud and his comrades venturing across the planet, their fates unwritten, making every step in the expansive world outside Midgard Fresh and Mysterious, and of course, there are dozens of mini-games. There's a story recap video of Final Fantasy VII Remake for those interested in learning more about the stories so far, and those looking to experience Final Fantasy VII Remake fully can pre-order the Final Fantasy VII Remake and Rebirth Twin Pack, which includes the game plus the DLC episode intermission at no extra cost. You can download and play a demo of Final Fantasy VII Rebirth right now on the PlayStation Store, and you can pre-order the game in the link in the description. The wait is almost over. Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth is out February 29th. Get hyped. This episode's brought to you by Factor. Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan plus, veggie, and more. What are you waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. Two-minute meals allow you to fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. Factor's less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing 6 to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Head to factormeals.com slash kindoffunny50 and use code kindoffunny50 to get 50% off. That's code kindoffunny50 at factormeals.com slash kindoffunny50 to get 50% off.
1: If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. And we're back with a Dan in real life live. Here we go. Barrett, I'm gonna need to find the trailer. Um while you do that. You said you mentioned you had something to bring up, Barrett.
2: Yeah, I, I got a text message, let's see, from one uh Jared Petty. You know, Barrett. It's not too late to abandon the Xbox drama and other news uh, uh, for the rest of this Games Daily episode to make it an homage to Arzette, the jewel of Faramore, the CDI Zelda game that was actually good out today for Limited Run Games. Jared Petty, if you want to advertise on this show, you got to go through the proper channels and not text me while we're live, Jared. My Yeah. No. First
1: of all, I need to email Tim Gettys. Uh, email Tim Geddes. I'm not going to gonna show for free be like, the trailer we need... of this like, game. Come on. <laughs> Like you need to email Tim, be like, "We'll give you a thousand dollars or however much it takes to sponsor." I actually don't know the numbers. <laughs> don't take my word for it. If you're a sponsor. I don't know. If we might need more money than that. Yeah, but yeah, we well, gotta Venmo. go do that thing. Because what? There's a CDI game. Andy's Venmo. Send him five hundred dollars. This is what a CDI game that's coming out today. Yeah, it's out today. I remember when this was announced because yeah, it's the it definitely has the. Zelda it looks C- like the, the Zelda CDI, CDI games. Yeah, but and like, does it look this cool? One's actually good. Sure. Yeah, does it look interesting? Does it look different? Is like a cool indie title published by um, Limited Run. Sure. Yeah. But you gotta, you gotta, you pay, gotta go through the you proper gotta pay channels for that Jared. kind of advertisement, Jared. He also, he's gonna show uh, your game for free. He also added, hold on, really quick. Um, also, the Bloodborne bit is uh, amazing. Thank I
2: don't you. know what bit you're talking about.
1: Yeah, I just we're gonna have to explain to Andy after this. Because in God, <laughs>
2: I was doing the Blood, the, I was doing Undertaker I was doing
1: the Undertaker, I was doing the Undertaker. So Yeah, I was like, watch your eyes, real bad. Ha ha ha
2: ha! <laughs> looks like I'm nutting probably I, was gonna say,
1: oh yeah, I wasn't going to say it I like, <laughs> I'm glad you said it Cause I was like I recognize that look <laughs> I know what that look is. <laughs> oh, Let's go to a YouTube Super Chat see what people we are riding in with uh, Techie Haas writes in and says Hey guys uh, with the news that Sony won't <laughs> hurt. How does Undertaker do that so much? <laughs> I, he does it like every fucking week hurt, like, Twice bro. a week It's kind of crazy God, damn. With the news that Sony won't have any major releases this year Can Xbox take advantage and have a much Better first-party output that helps sell helps it sell more consoles and Game Pass subscriptions. I think with that, like, I I feel like we're putting the competition like a bit too too much on a pedestal there in terms of like, oh man, PlayStation doesn't have any first-party games, therefore it is Xbox's chance to sell a bunch of consoles. I don't think it works like that. At at least in like the strongest sense of the way, like, I think it could work like that in like an acute way, right? Of hey, like, while you're waiting on the next big god of war spider-man thing right like come over here check out hellblade check out um indiana jones right like i think this is i think this is a year for xbox to take the spotlight right yeah, we've been saying that for a while man i feel like we've been saying this yeah but i feel like the dominoes are finally, <laughs> finally falling now is it like is it, i feel like i'm kicking the dominoes down one at a time. oh man I just get my mic am i still yeah. here i'm still here i feel like we're kicking the dominoes down one at a time but i don't know like it's i'm i mean i'm going honest I'm so fucking over competition <laughs> i'm so over the competition <laughs> like i know i know it exists i know that like obviously these are two competitive console manufacturers that want to sell more make more money <laughs> than the other i guess yeah have more the uh, presence than the other Win the capitalism award but i'm so tired of pitting <laughs> things <laughs> against each other um but yeah like i do think that this is the opportunity for xbox to kind of like be the stars of the show in terms of a first party output this year now is switch gonna end up Or is Nintendo going to end up putting the sequel to the Switch out this fall with a Mario and all this shit and really become the people that everybody's paying attention to? Probably. But I think regardless, yeah, like I think this is going to be an incredible year for Xbox.
2: I think a lot of these, I think a lot of their titles also likely being Xbox Game Pass PC as well will be a huge win for PlayStation uh, owners that also have a PC, you know, that are looking for that Xbox experience that don't want to shell, you know, don't want to you know throw down five four hundred dollars three hundred dollars whatever for the xbox console mm-hmm. but they have a decent enough pc that can run indiana jones and the
1: temple of life it, uh,
2: the great circle the great circle
1: god what a terrible name. i didn't realize how bad that name was until i watched our tiktok oh, where man. we were going through all the other indiana jones name game or movies names i'm like oh yeah indiana jones has some bank the temple of doom so sick that's fuck if i if raiders
2: a, of the lost
1: ark if you put out an album named yeah raiders of the lost ark or temple of doom i'm expecting some bangers if you put out an album called the great circle i'll <laughs> be like what is this is some uh kids bop shit like yeah. what, what is this the great <laughs> the last crusade
2: raiders of the lost ark sounds like a tribe called quest album you know like yeah they're, like they're coming back and they're coming out with or a like some wu-tang Tang
1: shit yeah that circle's great
2: man Great (laughs) circle. That's all I hear. It's just somebody like, I wouldn't say it's a good one. I'd say it's a great one.
1: Uh, Joey Radstone says, Bless, I got addicted to Tekken 8 because of you. Uh, Thank you. You're welcome, baby. Yeah uh i don't, don't know, know why that. i said baby what was that all? i don't know, I don't know where <laughs> that came the from that? i'm it's sorry valentine's joey day, it, it is val- valentine's day that's valentine pull up the trailer for dan and roulette <laughs> um Mar- mara writes in and says y'all have asked about blue point a lot over the last two years despite the fact that they put they just put demon souls out in 2020 do you expect a faster release cadence for blue point i mean it's 2024 i think that's more so the thing right like shadow of the colossus their remake of shadow of the colossus came out
2: 2018. Exactly. I was I was working for kind of funny. Yeah, 2017 and I believe 2017 or yeah. 18. Barry, can you look? It I just, saw that at E3. I'm going to say 2018. So, uh, 2018 was, feels right. Yeah, it, you're right. 2018.
1: February was it February?
2: Um,
1: February 6. Come on, man. Wow. I'm too good at this date stuff, wow. man. I'm too good at it. Um, Six years ago, man. But yeah, but that was 20, that was February 2018, and then they turned around and put out Demon Souls remake in 2020. It's 2024. You know, not that all these games are going to take the same time to make. And also, it seems like they're working on something new, it's, it's, which is going to take longer time. It's
2: not necessarily where is their game. It's what is the thing they're working on? Where's the announcement is yeah. what I'm wondering. Like, we're not expecting, like, or at least, like, in 2022 or 2023, we're, we weren't expecting, like, a oh, their new game is yeah. coming out now. But, like, we, we figure we've got an we I thought we'd get a logo with a five, you know, 10-second tease or something like that, especially the way... Uh, they were tweeting after Demon Souls remake was already known and they were tweeting shit out and they put those cryptic tweets out where they were like yeah. name dropping Castlevania and all these sort of different terms and they put like, they, they put together a, a string of tweets that had the words like Symphony Night, uh, Siphon, Filter, Gabe, Gabriel Logan. <laughs> I don't think I don't know if he was there, but like they threw out a couple tweets with a bunch of different words, hinting at, "Hey, check it out, guys! That was before Sony made the the official acquisition." Yeah, but there's been nothing since then. It's been radio silent. It's crazy.
1: Let me tell you, <laughs> I'm laughing at chat because um, what furry? I think it was Furry Boy produc- Productions in chat because <laughs> after I said the date thing, right? I was like. <laughs> I said, I'm good at dates. He then asked, bless, when was Pearl Harbor? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to answer it out loud, but I'm going to answer it in my head and then Google to see, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> to see if I'm right. where you close? I was way off. What did you think like, it was? I was like 50 years. I'm not going to say. I'm just going to say I was about 50 years off.
2: <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, you were like thinking about years and shit. Too. Yeah. Damn. I'll tell you what I was going to do. I was going to look at you and go, blessing.
1: What's my birthday? It just happened, right? Um, <laughs> right? It, 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 <laughs> didn't it just happen? It's, was it? Did it, Barrett? Am I crazy? It's nope. Friday. <laughs> oh, it was just Friday. Fuck. <laughs> I was like, it's somewhere in the vicinity. We have a lot of February the, birthdays. Uh, yeah, yeah Barrett's and... birthday just happened. Yeah, that was
2: almost like, like, like a, week a week and go? a half ago. It's Yeah, in yeah. two days. Yeah, Andy, and then my sister this weekend. Somebody said, Greg. was probably thinking of the Michael Bay movie. I was.
1: Let's see, Ben Affleck was just 38 years old. <laughs> I was like, did that movie knock him out Josh right after the Hartnett. event? <laughs> oh, man. When was the Titanic? The movie? No, like the, the real one.
2: Because
1: uh, now I'm like, these movies are fucking up my date.
2: Okay, well, think about the iceberg. It to been winter. That's a good call. December 4th, 1923. Well, no, they were, they were going over the Atlantic, so they are naturally just, like, going into...
1: Yeah, but ice, winter. I mean, uh, winter doesn't only happen in, like, December. Winter one yeah. in, like, in the entire world.
2: I'm going say 1928. I'm going to say... Columbus sailed the ocean blue 1915. Barry, look it up. <laughs> uh, the chat's already told us it's 1912. Oh, well, I was close. Ah, April. I was close. I was dyslexic. I said 1921 oh okay. okay. i meant the 12th no, i thought you said like
1: okay damn you're far also the show. april
2: andy not winter
1: story oh. number four insomniac spider-man 2 swings past 10 million sold this is wesley unpool at ign insomniac spider-man 2 has hit another sales milestone it's now up to 10 million copies sold as of february 4, 2024 sony said previously spider-man 2 was the fastest selling playstation studios game over a 24-hour period when the playstation 5 exclusive sold more than 2.5 million copies in a day that sales milestone put Spider Man 2 ahead of Sony Santa Monica's God of War Ragnarok at the top of PlayStation's day one launch sales chart. Spider Man 2 went on to sell 5 million after just 11 days on sale. And now, <laughs> Sony has confirmed it sold 10 million after 107 days on sale. Uh, to put that into more context, uh, Marvel Spider Man, which uh, launched on PlayStation 4 in 2018, sold 9 million copies after 80 days on sale and thir- 13.2 million after 325 days on sale. Sony just makes up like windows for things, and I appreciate I appreciate the hustle because yeah, Spider Man Two f- incredible sales, ten million. That's nothing to sneeze at. That's great. But like, why is it sometimes we do the first three days, sometimes we do just the first day, sometimes we do the first nine days? And it, it's like, what are we doing here?
2: As somebody who is deeply ingrained in sports media and the sports landscape and stats, mm-hmm. they're they're pulling they're pulling one of those moves. It, it's no other player has scored this many points has has scored 80 points or had 18 rebounds or had 14.2 assists in their first three and a half game. It's like yeah, they they it's it's something you want to call out to make it special, and you want to highlight. It's like yeah,
1: hey, this. We is want like to shout out how incredible Spider Man Two has been doing. Because on well, day, what is the specific thing we can make it the best? Because on day 326,
2: <laughs> another game entered that fray, but they only gave you the first 325 days. You know mm, what I mean? Yeah. So obviously they're they're putting it in a window <laughs> that highlights the performance a bit more. Um, this is awesome. I I quickly like uh. You do some math 10 million times mm. 70. Yeah, 700 million dollars. What was uh, the budget for this game? Like 300 million, 350 or whatever, something it was. like that. Yeah, so so doubling the profits within this small sort of window, pretty dang
1: impressive, I'd say. Yeah, I wonder, does because that budget is from like, like estimated stuff or like it was from like the documents, right? Yeah, I wonder if that includes marketing and stuff as well. I thought I
2: thought it did because people, it might. because people were confused about like no way it costs that much and they're like well it probably costs around this much but marketing mm. probably took this chunk of the window or whatever. Um, so about doubling the profit since when did this game come out again? Um, September. September twenty second. Yeah. Um, and it will continue to sell and it will continue to do well. Yeah. And. But we'll, studios still need to tighten up and maybe uh, you know cut some employees. Know? Know, o- know, uh, there are some redundancies here and there, and CEO needs to keep those. Don't, it, don't fucking forget Don't, don't take your eye off the ball, chat.
1: Remember that. Well, Barrett's keeping our, our keep uh, keeping ball. us honest. October twentieth. I was like, oh, it's not September because Starfield September. Oh, I yeah. thought it was October. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. You definitely said September. I thought you knew <laughs> <need> dates. <laughs> Uh, stories number six, this is actually a very sad one. Uh, the Suikoden creator and Ayuden Chronicle lead Yoshitaka Murayama has passed away. Uh, I'm reading from a tweet that was tweeted out by at on Twitter. <clears throat> uh, it's with a heavy heart and deep sadness, we must inform you that Yoshitaka Murayama, the scenario writer for Ayuden Chronicle 100 Heroes and head of Rabbit and Ear Studios, uh, passed away on February 6th. Uh, they then tweet a full statement that you can go over to their tweet and then click over and read. But... Very sad stuff, especially for somebody who's working on a game that's imminent, right? Like, yeah. this one's about to come out. Uh, you worked in, like, you know, you are the, the creator of the original Sweetening game, which means a lot to so many people. Oh, I, yeah. I always reference to Jared Petty of, like, the KFGDs that I'll listen to, to um, <clears throat> him be on. He would talk about Sweekandan all the time, and I remember when they announced Aiden Chronicle, he was the one that was like so excited. Oh yeah, um, and like I learned a lot about speaking because of listening to his podcast, and I was like, oh, that sounds really awesome. Like that sounds really cool. No wonder this th- this is a thing that um, a lot of people hold in high regard, and like a lot of people are are, are, are fans of. And so, uh yeah, very sad uh, sad thing. Um Of course, our hearts go out to his family and the studio that you know had to deal with this around uh, around this, and probably like you know, adding in like this loom of, oh man, like, right as they're about to put out their next game. That sucks. That's
2: that's super, super, a big bummer. So yeah, our our hearts go out to their families and everybody
1: involved close with uh, Yoshitaka. Very, very sad. Very sad. Uh, Andy, we just talked about a lot of big news, but if I wanted something smaller, say the tiniest news I needed to know about, where would I go?
2: You'd go to our last story, the We News Channel, where we cover all the small news
3: items you need to know about. Whoa. And in Yana <laughs> In Yana, which is somewhere next to Big Bend The studio, the big tower over there The big clock Benethy. tower Benethy
1: Benethy Do we have a What is, no, I was going to say Ben Bellevue His first name I was going to say Benethy, but it's not It's just Benjamin, but it's spelled with a y. Also, I am putting. I Y I don't know if anybody man.
3: is named Benethy No,
1: there's a Benethy out there
3: I
2: don't think so
1: No? I could have <laughs> sworn, maybe in a TV show There is a Benethy I promise you, I've heard of before. Maybe. Bethany uh, before. Bethany, maybe Ben
2: Miller's full name is. No, Benethe? I knew a
1: girl named Bethany back in high school, she was cool. Uh, Bethany, two friends, at Addison. Wikipedia. I think they went to the same school,
2: but no. Wikipedia, Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. We're going off of Star Wars names now. The
1: Benethy were a large sentient species. This is not what I was That's thinking of. That's not what you were thinking That was of. not what I was thinking <laughs> of. No. That's I swear to God, there's a per now. It's all, it's all Star Wars shit when I type in Benethy. As Benethi. soon as you said <laughs> what the fuck
3: are you doing right
1: now? <laughs> uh, we News, <laughs> story number seven. Uh, this comes from Final Fantasy on Twitter. The update to FF7 Rebirth demo scheduled for February 21st will apply improvements to the visual quality when selecting performance mode from graphic options. Uh, the same improvements we be applied to the full game. So, hell yeah good updates for you there uh tomb raider one two three remasters out today knock up on us i think i heard mike talking about this the other day and i was like they're remastering tomb raiders like i didn't even know that this was coming out but it's out today it's very interesting because the you know they
2: they do some of the lighting changes the rocks and the environment nothing changes it's still like mm-hmm. big polygon big polygon like there's nothing yeah. ha- like character the environment models the are same. updated though yeah sure. no that's what i'm saying yeah, yeah but the character models
1: y'all making this sound like the gta remake the tr- trilogy uh, uh, where they just went uh, in had uh, immaculate lighting and then everything else is like all right don't change any sound but then kind of like you know spruce up these models a bit
2: yeah no i mean laura croft though looks like her like the way she looked in all of the promotional material
1: for Tomb Raider one through three?
2: Yeah, I've not. i not seen one
1: so for, like I'm gonna Lara go. Yeah, you know?
2: she's uh, her, hers character model is updated as well as like the little creepy butler that will follow you around. That guy um, scared me. I thought he was like a. I feel like his name might be Benefit. <laughs> Probably not.
1: <laughs> uh Liza P. Long Fallen Dynasty collaboration update is out today. I assume. <laughs> I, I just. <laughs> It's, it's definitely out today. I got this from releases.com. I'm just going to write it episode
2: there. of Games Daily today.
1: <laughs> ben, not, All ben. the right dates. Uh, bear- <laughs> <laughs> the guy
2: who said I'm
3: good with dates.
1: <laughs> bear, bring up the date in real life trailer, God damn it. Uh, PS Plus Extras February lineup has been announced. Uh, you're getting Need for Speed Unbound, The Outer World: Spacer's Choice Edition, Tales of Arise, Tales of Zestiria, uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Lego Worlds, Lego Jurassic Park, Rogue Book, and Rogue Lords. And then for PS Plus Premium Classics, you're getting Resistance Retribution, <laughs> Jeff Moto 2. <laughs> we finally got Dan in real life. Uh, Tales of Symphonia, or sorry, it's Tales of Symphonia and Tales of Vesperia. This movie does not look how I remember it looking. <laughs> 2007 was a different I time. Think you Why was everything of, so foggy in 2007? You were thinking of my idiot brother. No, I was definitely thinking of Dan in real life. Mm. I remember leaving this, I was what? In 2007, I was 13? Yeah, I was 13. I was a freshman in high school because I had skipped a grade, so I was like younger than everybody oh, else. Um, at 13, I came out of Dane in Real Life. I was like, that was a fantastic film. <laughs> I love that movie. Changed my life. <laughs> it really did. <laughs> I like, for days, I was thinking about Dane in Real Life. I was like, this movie was so good. <laughs> what was the date you went to go see? Dane in Real Life? Yeah. Oh, man, it must have been... Uh, it was <laughs> that sounds like a summer blockbuster. <laughs> it was probably around when Titanic came out. Think about June. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, so, I, I'm going like, con- <laughs> to i, I want to say october 3rd 20, 2007 look it up barrett
2: there's a comment earlier from Sick that made me really laugh said uh, the icebergs migrate in april <laughs> 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 damn all right october 26 2007 i was real
1: fucking close i was because i saw it in theater so like i was fucking mm.
2: yeah. i was there you're you're learning all about that real life of daniel yeah i really was
1: uh that's it for wii news uh i
2: just wanted to shout out you you already read it but uh like a bunch of tales games uh, yeah for that update but loaded tales cool. games
1: no tales from the borderlands though
2: no i still want to play arise i still want to play Grand Grand blue Fi- fantasy relink that game that just oh came out. yeah looks that very looks much really like cool. a tales game yeah but it's like the combat almost looks like platinum type shit just a like lot of fast a lot of games man
1: too many games yeah. uh youtube super chats CJ splits and says worst title the great circle or on the beach I like on the beach if I'm being honest
2: I like on the beach need a beach episode
1: yeah uh great circle um, for sure I would, I would say is the worst one uh dear six that says uh bless obviously we need blue point to remake dark cloud it makes perfect business sense and would be a blockbuster seller 30 million copies easy I keep talking about how dark cloud is fucking perfect for today's climate of the kind of video games that we get Cause it's like a like a, towns-
3: <laughs> well, it's a well, town. Well, there's a dark cloud hovering
1: over yonder. And- <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a town sim, but also a roguelite. You go into the cave, they're like these procedurally generated caves, and it's also kind of survival too. Yeah, you- in the English accent thing. Um, Benethy. <laughs> <laughs> there's gotta be more. <laughs> we gotta I got. have more than that's all I, got. <laughs> there is, I swear to God, there was a British man named Benethy, and I he's fucking he's somewhere. Chat earlier said you're probably thinking of Paul Bettany. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Well, actually. No, I don't think it was that. (laughs) He is British. I don't think it was Paul Bedney. Um, But no, like, you go in these caves, right? You got to manage your, your, like, you know, thirst levels and all this shit, right? But you're going in, you're finding parts for the town. You then, you know, finish the cave, you come out, and then you build a town and, like, build people's houses and you talk to the, the, you know, the people in there. It's a lot like Holt of the Lamb, actually.
2: I remember seeing the cover and being like, oh, that's, that looks like the Zelda guy. I remember.
1: Yeah. I mean, he does look like the Zelda guy. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I think a Dark Cloud would be a banger i say that though actually well cold of the land was also a banger so yeah i think a dark cloud today would be would be a banger i don't think blue point needs to make it i think somebody else can make it i don't think you need to try that hard <laughs> with the dark cloud i think a dark cloud could be like a double a AA title that does not need triple a um development and then we got one more here from oh we got a couple here Let's do one from Aaron who says, it feels like this empty 2024 is happening because Jim Ryan approved like 12 live service games and they canceled all those uh, and didn't have single-player games to fill the void.
2: Well, I I was thinking something similar, but Jim Ryan didn't really come into play until like 2019 is when he was appointed as the CEO or head of whatever, what's his position? Jim Ryan? What date was it? (laughs) <laughs> like head of, I I, I don't think Jim Ryan uh, became uh, the leader of Sony. <laughs> yeah, like that leader leader of Sony until 2019, April 2019. Yeah, so like, it's not like we would have had single player games that could have been done and out by. Well, no, that maybe that does make sense. because it's like, 2024, I, <laughs> Andy. It's not 2021 anymore. I keep thinking it's like
1: 2022. I right. think regardless of Jim Ryan. I think this shift would have happened anyway. Like, I think this is just like a PlayStation corporate, like, hey, we look at the numbers and we follow the numbers kind of thing. I don't, I don't think this is a result of like shit getting, getting like canceled, like a bunch of multiplayer things getting canceled. I think it's more so, like all this, all the same studios that we expect to be making single player things, or for the most part, making single player things. I think right. the one that obviously didn't happen was the last was online. Um, but I think that's just, I think it would have gone like this anyway, right? Like, I think it would have been. All right, like oof, Ghost Two is not ready yet. The next uh, Bend Studios game is not ready yet. Astrobots not ready yet, and so we're gonna reach out to third parties to get exclusives. I think that's where you're getting Final Fantasy Seven Rebirth and um, Hell divers and like other Stellar Blade and stuff coming this year. Uh, I think that's just the natural order.
2: Yeah, because um, all these multiplayer games have all these live service games were only by studios that were hired to make live service games.
1: Yeah, that's the thing is you they the big first on, parties
2: weren't really doing that.
1: Yeah, they reached out to. Haven Studios and like Fire um, Firewalk Fire. Firewalk. Walk. Yep. there's also Fire Sprite though. Ah, uh-huh. yeah. Aloy walks up the mountain, which means I think Fire no, Sprite is actually the one. Aloy Aloy drinks Sprite. Ah, oh, goddamn it! Yeah. Why did
2: we ruin it? Andy is a wild and crazy guy. Andy likes the album. And Yeah. By
1: hmm. the way, whatever I like, studio I like it these is,
2: word association
1: games. Yeah, games. but we <laughs> fucked up the word association because <laughs> I don't know if Aloy walks up the mountain or if she drinks Sprite. It's it's drinks Sprite. Mm. I don't think it's Drink Sprite. I think Firewalk is the studio that made Horizon. We could Google it.
2: I was about to just Google Aloy drinks. <laughs> 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 it
1: was a, it was a gas leak episode of the kind of funny, of kind of funny games daily.
2: Uh, I do see a super chat here from Alex three Alex G three B with a two dollars super chat says Happy five anniversary to the Silk Song reveal.
1: Happy five year anniversary. Holy shit, indeed. That's Horizon: so long. Call
2: of the Mountain developed by Fire Sprite.
1: You're lying, really?
2: Yes. Firewalk Aloid did the VR shooter, right? Right.
1: Firewalk did the VR shooter. Which one are you talking about? Uh, Uh, They
2: did something called the Playroom VR.
1: Did they not also do a VR shooter? Are you thinking of the one Greg really likes?
2: There's one called the Persistence. No, maybe not.
1: Yeah, if you're thinking of um, Firewall Zero Hour. (laughs) That's what it's close (laughs) to. They did not (laughs) make Firewall Firewall Zero Hour. One of them is making the fucking, um, uh, what's the game called? Not Concord. Or is it Concord? I think it's Concord. Yeah. I'm going to do, do this real quick. Firewalk
2: s- is the Concord Studio. Firewalk is the uh, Concord
1: Studio. We figured it and out, that's everybody. why mm-hmm. Aloy
2: Drake Sprite.
1: Now it's time for kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. Where you write in and let us know what we got wrong <laughs> as we got it wrong. So you can correct it for those watching later on YouTube and listening later on podcast services around the globe. Uh, Rad Inverse says Xbox owns Sunset Overdrive IP, not Insomniac or Sony. Is that right? I don't know if that's right. I'm going to Google that. Uh, Grezik says, were you thinking of Paul Bettany? <laughs> and then Kebab says the Pearl Harbor movie came out. <laughs> what the fuck is this show? The Pearl Harbor movie came out in 2001, 60 years after the original event in 1941. Maybe Bless is thinking of that. You don't know what I was thinking because I never answered.
2: Yeah. that's hard in it, man. Looking good in that movie.
1: Yeah. The B1, everybody in chat is saying Insomniac owns Sunset Overdrive. So yeah. Uh, Rad and Verse, I need you to. Xbox owns the publishing rights. I need you to ban yourself. For, for just two minutes for though. just two minutes not forever it's valentine's day but don't fuck with the sanctity of you're wrong all right we're gonna come in here and tell me i'm wrong i better be wrong
2: i think we've been wrong 80 percent of this episode <laughs> 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 just putting
3: a loose number on it
1: <laughs> Barron, bring up the date and real life guys. let's <laughs> react to it i want it with sound this time <laughs> oh god uh ladies and gentlemen this has been kind of funny games daily each and every you just you do the outro with your bloodborne accent
3: each and every day we come to you with the nerdy news you need to know about. If you love what we do, please support us with a kind of funny membership on Patreon or YouTube to get all of our shows ad free. Watch our watch us record them live and get a daily exclusive show until next time. It's been our pleasure to serve you. <laughs>